I have the biggest purchase in Walmart history. Really? 70,000. What did you what? buy? 70,000. So in I get, Walmart? Yeah, in Walmart. <laughs> so I get traded from Miami to Phoenix, and I'm the type of guy I have no patience. So when I get to Phoenix, they, you know, they have an apartment for me. Nothing's in it. So two, three in the morning, I, I got to go get four or five TVs. I got to go get printers. I got to go get laptops. I got to go get appliances, sheets, towels, underwear, T-shirts. So at the end, it was 70000 so I put my credit card in and got declined. So I pulled it out. <laughs> and I put it back in, said decline again. So now I'm saying, I oh, know I'm not broke. <laughs> so then I just said, all right, I'll be back. So then the American Express security called me. And he, hey, man, somebody stole your credit card. And they spent 70000 at Walmart. I said, no, that was me. What the hell are you buying for 70000 <laughs> So they turned it back on. Welcome back to the podcast. This is Big VJ checking in. Today's conversation, beloved, we're going to talk about who controls our money, right? That's what we're going to have a conversation about today. Because I want to say, beloved, in 25 years from now, Americans in general, many of us that live in the wilderness of North America and the territory that we call the United States, will be getting an allowance from our big brother, get an allowance from the bank, getting an allowance from the government. Um, there won't be any money. Everything could be digital. And we will, as citizens now, be underneath full-blown servitude. Because, again, it, it won't be any money there. Of course, we know that the devil is on his way out. But he's not going to go out without a fight. Right? So. Towards the end of his reign. He's going to leave kicking. And screaming and yelling and clowning. But he's going to trick everything up with the money before he goes. Because he's doing it now. There is no money. The money that you have. The money that I have. That's in the banking system is his. It's not ours. The credit that he gives to us because we have a 715 or a 730 or 800 credit score. All of the credit that he gives to us is his. It's not ours. So there's some devil, some small hat sitting in a room somewhere. Hanging by the phone. And they can push a button to turn your water off. They could push a button to turn your power off. Now, beloved, they can push a button and turn your money off. Right? So we're going to have that conversation today, beloved. And what I want to do is I want to read an article from SB Nation. Talks about how our brother Shaquille O'Neal, his credit card declined back in 2008 because he tried to spend, as they would say, 
$70,000 at Walmart. But what I want to do, beloved, is I want to share an experience that I had. And I also want to share an experience that my baby brother had to let you know, no, it's not because he tried to spend $70,000. They was just checking to make sure they are in control of what they're supposed to be in control in, right? In this country, beloved, more than it's North America, the territory that we call the United States, the people is maneuvered through fear. They're maneuvered through fear. This is a land of not freedom, but liberties, of privileges. And when you get out of pocket, they start to remove the liberties and the freedoms from you, right? If you want to get everybody to take a shot, to take a certain immunization, all you have to do is produce a pandemic. Because once a pandemic get here, they can maneuver you through fear to have you go down and now you're going to take this shot, you're going to take that shot, you're going to take a bunch of other shots. And these shots, beloved, in my estimate, is not to get rid of you. It's not to kill you. This country, beloved, in my estimate, is <laughs> it's not out to kill black, brown, and red folks. If they wanted you dead, you'd be gone. You belong to these folks. You're underneath their custody. They're the devil. So if they wanted you gone, they get you gone. But what they do want is to pull the pull and tug and get more and more control of what they already have, but it's just a tightening of the grip. So I, you know, even though we can talk about like getting the shot, uh, getting the uh, immunization shot, right? If they wanted you dead, beloved, they can have you dead. You know, I'm not one of those guys. And I see, you know, um, we got a brother out of California. His name is Rizzo Islam. And he talks about a lot of vaccine shots. And the way he, he kind of coined it and put it together. And I'm not against our young brother. I'm glad to see Nephew doing something productive. The way he kind of coined it is that they're going to create a shot out to destroy you. Right? But the same company that's making these shots... They make other products, so if they wanted you dead, you taking other products that they making. It's not like you just avoiding. They got this one company with one product, and you dodge that bullet, you're good. You taking other products that's made by the same company. So if they wanted you dead, they put the poison in all products. You would think if they try to get you gone, that's just how I see it. Like for instance, let me use an example. I wasn't even going to talk about this, but since we we on the subject, let's just build on it a little bit. There's no way, beloved, I can come on to our people and say, well, be be careful of taking the Pfizer shot or something because Pfizer is a big company. But if let's say I do and I come and I warn you and say, well, don't take a Pfizer shot. And I'm coming to you like it's some kind of poison in the shot. But in the same time, you go out there, have unprotected sex, you get chlamydia and you go take a, a Zithromax. Or you use Zithromax for any other antibiotic because, beloved, that's the same company. You see what I'm saying? Like <laughs> in the city of Detroit, it's like one out of eight, one out of nine. These folk got chlamydia all over the place, but they're popping those Zithromax pills left and right. Now, what would I look coming to you talking about the enemies out to destroy you? Now, he needs you to pay these utility bills. 
these cable bills, these water bills. He needs you alive to pay this mortgage. And he needs you dysfunctional because he can make more money off you dysfunctional. But if I just, just kind of came to you on a conspiracy theory like, hey, man, these vaccination shots, they're here to get rid of you. And you go for that and then you take Zithromax. You got arthritis. You take an Embraer. You take a Nexium. You feel a little under the weather, so you're taking Robitussin, right? Your children feel a little sick, so you give them Dimetab. You know, you got all this Thermacare because you got flu-like symptoms and you got a headache, so you're taking Advil. Your dick don't work, you're taking Viagra. You get a scar on your arm, you're taking Preparation H. All this shit by the same company, bro. All this by the same company, sis. If these folks wanted you dead, you'd be gone. But if we're going to play the medicine game... These folks make a whole bunch of medicines. You you still popping that Viagra pill. You scared to take the shot, but you're going to take Viagra. And then when you get out on the street, man, these niggas popping pills and coke and... <laughs> you know, it, it's an interesting dynamic of what our people get into and then play scared when it's time to do something different. Beloved, if these folks wanted you gone, they can get you gone because you go to their grocery stores. You're taking a shower in the lead-based water already. When that shower steam up, you're breathing in the lead. You're drinking the water out the tap. I mean, what are we talking about? They wanted you go and you're gone. Beloved, those folks need you here. Because somebody going to have to cut their grass. Somebody going to have to come and mop their floors. Paint their homes. Right? Fix their vehicles. Drive them around when they get on the boat. Drive them around when they get in the car. They need you to be their chauffeur. They need you to be their pilot. The rich don't fly their own planes. You fly the plane. The middle class fly the planes for them. The middle class drive them around. The middle class and working class come in their homes and cook their food. So what are they going to get rid of you for? They need you to do the shit that they don't want to do. They need, the rich need the working class and the middle class to teach their children. Rich people are not teachers. So what are you going to get rid of the black American, especially because you're the best friend that the devil got? You're the most reliable friend he has, beloved. You fought in every single war that the devil went out and had. He made enemies across the globe and he take you with him because you belong to his military. A third of the army, or oh, pardon me, beloved, two thirds of the army at this day and time is minority. Black, Puerto Rican, and Mexican. Only one third is devils. I think the branches that they have when it comes to numbers is the Marines, the Navy, but our people is creeping in on the Air Force. We, and we really don't, just to be not to be disrespectful, but we really don't count the Coast Guard when we think about military. It's just being honest. We're talking about in the village, right? So it's like the military set up. Is when old white folks tell young white folks who to shoot. That's what the military is. And then we jump on board with that. So we are the most faithful friend. That the enemy has. So there's no reason he going to try to get rid of you. He needs you to be his servant. So he put things in place so he can have a tighter grip on you. Because as he's losing power. He wants to gain control. Right. I say all that to say this, out of fear, the citizens of this country would give up the privileges that they have. 
they'll give up the rights that they have. Now we're going into an area where we're giving up the rights to have our own money. Big Brother is going to control our own money. We're not going to control our money anymore. We're going to read an article about our brother Shaquille O'Neal. But I'm going to bring it down to a situation that I know, beloved, that you went through it as well. I know you went through it. The situation that I'm talking about is called fraud. They're making what they call a fraud alert as a way that the enemy can stop your money. And now they're going into new laws where they're going to make it like because mental health is very big. So they are already passing laws where those that are diagnosed with mental health can't get a firearm. Now they're going to put it in place where the mental health going to have a guardian that can control their money. But the people that's supposed to be in their right mind that can control their money that don't have any, any mental health issues. They still going to have a big brother, which is the banks, which is the government over them. There was a, um, there was something passed back in the day. And the, uh, the official title of this piece of legislation is called the United States of America Patriot Act, right? And, um, it was put in place in 2001 to obstruct terrorism. And then if you go and take a look at the act, there's a lot of bullet points associated with the act. But then there was one that I think that nobody really kind of really paid attention to. And that was a section in it that was called 325 and section 326. And then section 351, right? This is where they start talking about in the Patriot Act about the verification of identification. The concentration accounts of financial institution, that's 325. And 351 is the amendments relating to reporting of suspicious activities. Now, this is all about terrorism. They're trying to prevent money laundering and they're trying to do all of these things, beloved. But to bring it back for a circle, they're using, we're talking about the small hacks through the banking institutions that they own and they control to stop you and I from spending our money when we get ready. Because if they say, oh, he's underneath the distress, he's mental illness, they can push the button and say, well, he needs a guardian to help him spend his money. Well, so I'm saying all I have to say this, there's nobody free in America. You can look at black entertainers and celebrity and business people that got millions of dollars and we can say, well, they can get freedom and they can and they can't because they can't even get to their money when they get ready because there's somebody sitting in the seat that controls their money. But we're going to read an article and we're going to talk about it. And beloved, if you can recall any experiences that you have that may be similar to the ones we're going to talk about, feel free to put it in the comments. Make sure you comment to your brother. We don't really ask for much. Comment. Email us, holla at us, see what's going on. We can just, we can always have a little build together. We on sbnation.com. And again, we're going to read an article. I'm going to put the link in the description bar like we always do. And the headline says, Shaq says his credit card got declined in 2008 because he tried to spend $70,000 at Walmart, right? Shaquille O'Neal is impatient. 
a quality he shared on the late night show with James Corden. Normally that's fun, except when you're trying to spend $70,000 worth of goods at Walmart. Now there has a video there, but the video is undeveloped at this point. Shaq told the story of the, uh, Shaq told the story of the time he tried to go on a 2 a.m. shopping spree after being traded to the Phoenix Suns in 2008. He arrived to the empty apartment and had to furnish it immediately. So like the rest of us, he took a trip to Walmart. I gotta get four TVs, four or five TVs. I gotta get some printers. I gotta get some laptops. I gotta get some appliances, sheets, towels, underwear, t-shirts, blah, 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 blah. So at the end, it was $70,000. Now these are quotes or unquotes of uh, our brother Shaquille O'Neal. Right? Our brother that owned 200 chains of fast food, franchise restaurants all over the place. Uh, Shag owned everything. He probably owned air, water. He probably got, <laughs> you know, our brother, our Omega brother from LSU owns everything, right? Fresh out of Jersey. He got it all. Now, look, $70,000 of jump chains to Shaq. So I get it. More than anything, I'm stunned at how he found a way to spend that much money at Walmart. It's tough to narrow down exactly what Shaq uh, put in the cart 10 years ago. But I went online to find out uh, precisely how much it would cost to get at Walmart for $70,000. Assuming you bought the most expensive item in each of Shaq's categories that were available in the store. Alright, so this is just a laundry list now you're going to see. If you can't see it, because I got it on the screen about what you can possibly buy to bring up a big tab to $70,000. Um, but let me just stop and I say this. It's not about the $70,000 because the way that this article was presented to us was, boy, it's good to have rich nigga problems. You know, you go to spend something and you can't, and you swipe it like, oh man, it's good to just blow $70,000 at a store and this, that, and the third. Um, but when you hear people talk, you have to have two ears. You have to listen to what they're saying on the surface. And then you have to do a little digging. You have to scratch the surface a little bit and see could there be a powerful message and what is not being put on the surface. You look underneath it a little bit. What Shaq went through with a $70,000 purchase, as he would say, I went through for something as simple just to rent a car. I went to the airport. Me and old lady finna skip town. We going to pick up a rental. I swiped the car. Now, we talking about a rental car, maybe like um, a couple hundred bucks, man. It was like maybe three, four hundred dollars, right? I swiped the car. It declines. I swipe it again, it declines. I had to get out of the line, go to the side, make a call. You're talking to somebody overseas, they can barely speak English. Oh, okay, Mr. VJ, this, that, and the third, blah, 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 blah. They push a button. I get back in line with the same card. Less than, I'm talking about less than 15 minutes later, and all of a sudden, the card goes through. That's too much power for a government, big brother, banking system to have. But they have it. Now, that's my experience. All right, let me put you on gang one, baby brother. My baby brother goes to the bank. Um, but before he gets there, he's trying to buy something. He just bought a new Yuki, right? He got the new Yuki. Everything is everything. He's going to put something, some accessories on the vehicle. You know what I'm saying? He just got the joint. You know how we do. We go get a new... He got the new Yuki. 
UConn is beautiful, bro. Platinum with the, the running boards. Baby bro got the whole thing popping. He goes to the bank to, uh, but before he gets to the bank, he goes to make a couple more things. Now his card is not working. He go from one card, from the debit, to the credit, and none of this shit is working. So he's like, yo, he's bugging out. He have to call all these numbers to see what's going on. He goes to the bank because he don't want to, he's tired of wasting time. He's going to the bank. He's like, yo, I'm trying to do this, that, and third. It's not going through. He's physically at the bank. He's there in presence. His presence, he's there. They tell him at the bank, well, you have to call, uh, <laughs> this is my big brother, Chop. They give someone 1-800 number and they tell him, Chop, yo, you supposed to do, he's like, what? He's blown away. Now you thinking, if you show up to a banking institution in person, this is you, you got your ID, everything, you got the accounts with them. He's upset. So he's like, yo, I'm finna close my account, give me all my money out. They tell him he can't get his money out. He got to call the wait 1-800 number to do it because his account is underneath fraud. But it's him. So he's, he's like, man, I had to literally sit in the parking lot and stay on the phone for 45 minutes to talk to somebody overseas in India somewhere and let them take the fraud off for me to go into Wells Fargo and close his account and take his money out. I'm like, bro, you got to be. So now let's just talk about how everything come full circle. Beloved, I can tell you my experience. My baby brother got one. Shaq got one. I can guarantee you got a story about how you went to spend money and you couldn't because of fraud. Beloved, there is no fraud. That's a tester. Somebody is sitting in a seat in a room somewhere. Is dictating to you when you can spend your money. That's scary, bro. But this is where we're going. Big Mama said it was going to come a time. Where the buyer can't buy. Come on now, let's talk. Mama, she set us down. We ain't going to be shocked when this shit take place. Mama said they're going to come a time where the buyer can't buy and the seller can't sell. Mama said, look, they're going to put a mark on y'all, beloved. And if you ain't got the mark, you ain't going to be able to. And she said, listen, she said, this mark going to go up all the way to the rich and powerful, to the poor folks. This is why I put my story next to a story with Shaquille O'Neal because the common denominator is all of us had to get on the phone and call somebody else to make what we was purchasing go through. This is the day and time that we're living in. It is imperative, beloved, that we have some type of small garden and we growing some type of food. We keep a supply of water in our garages and the back. Well, we got to do it. Um, this is why I love listening to our elders that are now ancestors because they talk to us like this. Mom and them talk to us like this. Elijah Muhammad, peace be upon him. He's no longer here. Elijah talked to us like this. Noble Drew Ali talked to us like this. This is why I like to talk to men that's all about black empowerment in the black family because unfortunately, beloved, and I'm not trying to throw no stones, Reverend Porchop is not talking to us like this. He's not giving us the warning because he's playing like this multicultural society. He's kind of just repeating what the white ministers do. Just to be real, he's not really doing another pocket. The black ministers is only repeating what the white ministers say. So, 
when the white minister get up there and he try to play like it's everything is just some brotherhood kind of game and if, he, if they play this kind of hustle so the black minister almost have no choice he's like playing the same old game but then there's other pockets of our people noble drew ali that was telling our people in the 1900s yo y'all guys gonna have to have at least a three to six month supply because the enemy is going to close down his stores on you one day this is noble drew ali he's no drew ali said peace be upon him he said man you don't need no savior if i can teach you how to think you can save yourself <laughs> what Drew Ali said you can save yourself if somebody teach you how to think for yourself you say nobody had to come and save you now you can save yourself but he said well he said listen beloved this is no Drew Ali he said man they're gonna come a time man this man gonna close his he's gonna close his restaurants to you he gonna close his grocery stores to you and he gonna close his warehouse to you because when things begin to get tightened he gonna close it up for his own family what will you have now that's Noah Duran Lee. It was doubled down by Elijah. Peace be upon him. He's not here. Elijah said, "Do for self." He didn't give a message unless he said, "Do for self." Everything he spoke was doing for yourself. You got to own your own farmland. You got to own it. Unfortunately, beloved, that message is not echoing out or not because. The bulk of our people is at the church house and poor chop is not telling up we going to heaven poor chop got the heaven game on smash and we respect it we not dissing it's what it is poor chop ain't warning you about the planet earth because if they believe what they said so much about the black church would be the biggest owner of farmland in the country but they're not he talked the tithing hustle. He trying to get 10% of everybody paper, but he ain't got no, he don't own no farms like that. Now I'm seeing a pivot because we got brothers from the Hebrew Israelite camps. They own the farmland now. They've been watching Elijah and they just been paying attention to how to, a brother sent me a beautiful video. Beautiful video of Hebrew Israelite brothers in that farm. Growing beautiful cabbage, turnip greens. Oh man, I'm talking about. I got some turnips myself. But they got the tomatoes popping. They had the corn popping, coming right out of the earth. I'm like, okay, these brothers is now we ready for war because the babies got to eat something because this gonna happen eventually. They they tighten up the money right now. They're gonna hide behind fraud. And George Bush gave the rulers of this world the green light by passing the by passing the Patriot Act. So many things be going on in these acts, these legislations, these bills, we don't even be knowing. But it's going to affect us. Because you're giving them license to take more control over you. And when you're a black and brown person, you are already underneath these folks' custody. We living in captivity. Nobody likes when I say you're living in captivity. But somebody can push a button. Turn your cable off. Turn your Wi-Fi off. Come on, let's talk. They can push a button, turn your power on. They can push a button, turn your water on. Now, whose button, as a black and brown person, what button do you push to turn their power off? Do you have a button? Can you push a button and turn the White House power off? You can't. Can you push a button to turn your enemy's power and water off? You can't. But see, they got you underneath their thumb. They can push the button and turn. So if they went down to the waste and water plant in my city, in your city, in my town, in your town, 
they went to the wastewater plant and they stopped pouring all kind of acid in that shit and they're coming right through you now they can get rid of many of our people just by doing that going down to the wastewater plant dumping some acid in that motherfucker toxic that shit come right to your house okay now what what could you go and do to post something and to put it in that you can't see you in their custody they ain't in yours that's how come I don't put everything on Porkchop because Porkchop, beloved, he taught our people how to love each other. When you grew up in a church house, he wasn't the best warner because he just, everybody was, everything was about the afterlife. You're going to leave here and if some of you didn't make the afterlife, you're going to flop in the air while you're here and that's what Porkchop gave our people. The afterlife. It's going to be gold and you know what I mean? It's, it's going to be it's a very interesting place and I It'd be dope if we all can just, but you know, the universe just kind of don't show us that thing. It shows us something different. But when it comes to being a warner, it's not like we don't have no warners like that. That's how I come, beloved. I'm skeptical about, you know, we know that Sunday is the most segregated day in America. And normally when you talk about this territory that we call the United States, the enemy, right? The so-called white man, he don't, he won't go to a church where the jurisdiction is it's a black pastor, there's black assistant pastors, they are running the kind of show he won't go. Now, very few times you see our people say, well, V, I disagree with you there because so I go to church and the so-called white man, he go to church with us. And I'm like, okay, beloved, but what information is he giving you since he's there with you? Is he coming to your church? Because y'all brothers now, because they're going to play this big, we the brother game, we the Christian brothers game. I'm like, okay, I'm cool with that. So when your white Christian sit next to you as an original man, is he telling you about what his uncles and his grandfather and his daddy and them was saying about your people and what they was? Because it's a big difference when they saying something about you because they can go in the room and make a law about it. Now, is he is he giving you that kind of information? Because it's it's cool to sit next to somebody and clap. You know what I'm saying? And we can wave our hand. And that's cool. What is he? Te- what is Brad telling you, brother Brad and brother Billy Bob? After service, is he pulling to the side and say, listen, man, uh, my grandfather and them always said this about y'all kind, and they always thought this about y'all kind, and when I go out to the cookouts and all the holidays with folks in my family, they sit around and talk about your kind, and this is what they have against y'all, and this is important because they one day may get up and go pass a law against y'all because this, that, and the third. Is he sharing with you information about what his kind is trying to do to your kind? If he's not doing that, what's the whole... What are we talking about? If he ain't doing that, what are we talking about? Because we need some snitches. And we going to the church house with Brother Brad and Brother Billy Bob and Sister Hill Billy. We need them to be snitches when they come around us to tell us what's going on. Because something got to be going on because they keep coming out with a new law. They keep doing. These are their folks. These are their kind that's doing that to your kind. Am I making sense, beloved? That's why I can respect our people. When it, when you go to the nation, they need, they're not even allowed to come into the temple. Like, man, because y'all ain't finna. Well, you finish. If you, unless you finish snitch on your people, you need to be telling us some important information about what your kind trying to do to our kind. Because we don't need nobody up in here sitting and clapping some hands. We can go out in the street and get more of our people to come in here and clap some hands and listen to the lecture. We don't need all that. We need you to be some snitches. Now, if you ain't no snitches, just go and get your stuff going about your business because you can't help us. We're there. We're there. You're going to teach us the science of stockpiling ammunition and operating firearms and how to purify water 
Well, you ain't got that. Well, we'll be finna. We don't. We can't. You know. What we? <laughs> you know. <laughs> like, hey, hey. We need a new ministry. If we sit up in here with Brad, we need a new ministry. We need a survival training ministry. Now he need to be teaching our people how to shoot the gun that he made. This is his folks make these M16s and AKs and SKs and Uzis. So we need to be doing some survival training. But we won't need to. I ain't finna. Get, it's no. I hope I'm making sense, right? I hope I'm just making sense, but I'm not going to belabor the point. We're going to a new area, beloved. Let me just say that. The folk got the financing, man. Oh, man, it's going to get scared. It's going to tighten up. Mama told us, though. So it's time to take action. You know, encourage Pastor Porkchop. When you sit up in there on Tuesdays after Bible study and he's having the business meeting, Say, Pastor, we need to get some farmland because uh, we got to get things that money can't buy. We need to know how to produce candles and lamps and how to get some electricity so we can get some lights going on. Because uh, if our enemy wanted us gone, he could come at 8 o'clock, 8 9 o'clock at night with a small militia, hit the switch, turn out everybody's power. Everybody run outside, he can hit everybody and gun everybody down. And we won't have enough ammunition to do anything. And in our souls, in our spirits, we say, well, the enemy is not like that. And then we have to talk about Tulsa. And then we have to talk about Rosewood. When our people said they had to stay in the swamps for two weeks. Ain't that the protection from the good Lord on high? When your people say they stayed in the swamps of Florida with the gators and the snakes and for two weeks? And they will protect it. Right? We got to get in a place where we can... Um, we can warn her. Be a warner to one another and protect ourselves. How about that? But it's a scary thing when your big brother controls your money and you get an allowance. But we know... That this man that's in charge... He's on his way out, but while he's in rulership, captivity, disproportion, and corruption follows him. So if you're looking around to find another hell, you're already in one, beloved. You, you're already in one. Peace and black power to your family. Man, we thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys for hanging out. Beloved, this is indeed Real Black Content Forum Podcast. This is your brother VJ, man. I'm going to get it with you guys later. Peace.